Harlan was born in New York City and bleeds Giants blue. Derek has Super Bowl shuffled his way through life. They have plenty of thoughts on their teams, the NFL, and everything in between. This is TDs and Tangents. Got us beginning of the season. Oh. We'd look really bad right now. I don't know. If, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could have done this after week one. Oh, you mean when your, did your team lose forty to nothing? No, <laughs> but they might as well have. Oh, I didn't watch anything on TV for like two weeks. Football related for like two weeks after that game. I just I couldn't do it. It was so depressing. Oh, oh I, I, listen, I, you act like you know. I don't know. I forty to nothing to a rival at home. That was how we started the season. Yeah, we we lost to a rival. That was Green Bay, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was, it was supposed to be the game. If you if you listen to Bears fans, <laughs> that was supposed to be the game. The Bears were going to go out and win like seventy to nothing and like stake their claim in the rivalry. Because Rod, Rogers was gone and everything. Rogers was, was gone. <laughs> this is the year that everything happens to work the way that every fan wants it to work, and then. Um, yeah, it didn't. They were terrible. <laughs> they threw like 900 screen passes for uh, 200 yards and a touchdown or something. I don't know what they did, but uh, we just got destroyed. Uh, I think they sacked <laughs> us. I think we got sacked eight or nine times that game. Um, it was it was bad. It was bad. And I think I watched the whole game thinking, all right, this is only week one. This is week one. You get the kinks out. It's week one. Your team is obviously going to do better. And here we are, week nine, <laughs> and the record of my team is two and seven. And how about your, how about the Bears? Well, they have played nine games, and uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a uh, been rough. It's been rough going. It's rough going. I was saying before, I kind of wish we did this podcast in 1985 when we <laughs> <laughs> when we both had joy and. Uh, yeah, it would have been it would have been a lot better. Well, it, now he, here's here's the big difference between the time span between 1985 and now. Mm-hmm. The Giants have what th- three four. Super Bowl, four. four four Super Bowl wins between. <laughs> they won what 86 and then, 86, 90, 90, 2007, yes, 2011. Then, yeah. Uh, anyway, how about that? <laughs> 85 Bears. <laughs> See, I came on wearing all oh, the greatest quarterback of all time. Oh, well, the greatest old quarterback in definitely uh, Giants history, uh, Eli Manning. And I was waiting for you to come in with your with your championship one, but I bet the moths have got to it since it, it would be a, a sweet. I, I was I was ten when I when I wore that. Um, the only thing that I'll, that still fits me from when I was ten. <laughs> the hat you wear right now. <laughs> I I was a big headed kid, so yeah, probably. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, no, I got, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. <laughs> I was trying to think of the greatest Sid Luckman, the greatest Bears quarterback ever. I guess. Well, Jay Cutler's from the statistical standpoint. The, yeah, but, yeah, but whatever. <laughs> do we want to do we want to do this? We we've committed to this, so let's do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let let us. We need to we need to talk about our teams from week nine. Do you, do you want to go first? Are we, should should we <laughs> should we rock paper scissors to determine 
who gets Man. to talk about theirs first? Man. Well, you know I what? Mean... We, let's start with the Bears because they scored more points. <laughs> Just, that, that, we'll do that weekly from now on. Whoever the team scores, team scores the, most... the most points. And there's chances that they'll tie with like zero. Yep. Uh, might not be this week, though, coming up. Bears mm. played the Saints in New Orleans, which when the season started, I was like, oh, that's a maybe win game. I don't know. The Bears might be good. The Saints might be good. I Anyway, they go down there. They don't have a they don't have a quarterback. They have Tyson Bajant, who is fine. He's a what? Free. They don't have a quarterback. Bears don't have a quarterback. That's not what Boomer said. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But like, so they go down. Fields is still hurt. He doesn't. He's got his thumb fell off or whatever. Tyson Bajan, the undrafted free agent who lit up the world at uh, the combine because his dad is a professional arm wrestler, Mm -hmm. uh, came in and he was fine. But he turned over the ball four times, and the Bears lost twenty-four to seventeen. That actually seems like it was a competitive. I watched that game. It yeah. it was a competitive game up to halftime. It was a good game to watch. I think the Bears' defense played their probably their best all-around game of the season. The offensive I mean, line didn't look bad either. Offensive line looked really good. So, <laughs> you the Bears have. Two, maybe three really strong offensive line pieces that are all young, right? They drafted Darnell Wright in the first round with a number nine pick, and he has been better than you could have hoped for as a, as a rookie right tackle. And I think he's the highest rated rookie right tackle if you listen to PFF, um, and he's in the top top half of right tackles in the NFL. They have hours. They have their left tackle who just came back off IR, who was a sixth round draft pick last year, Braxton Jones, and he's been good. And then they have the, 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 the monster out of Oklahoma state, whose name is going to escape me because I'm (laughs) old right now. Tevin Jenkins Mm -hmm. at who was playing right guard. That guy plays some of the most violent, (laughs) <laughs> offensive line he he will pursue a man and try to bury him on every snap every snap he ended up grading out as the highest graded offensive lineman according to pff this week so um the bears actually have offensive line pieces they don't have a center they don't have a guy that could snap the ball in, <laughs> in fact i think one of the snaps actually rolled to rolled to Bajan. And I, like it's skipped, like skipping a rock across a pond. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, he had a. Uh, the, the Bears had five turnovers. Yes. Four, four by the quarterback. Four by the quarterback, and one by the wide receiver who doesn't see the. I don't. He barely catches anymore with Bajan there. So how did he fumble? How did DJ Moore fumble? And <laughs> he only like catches two passes a game now. And it was his first fumble in like three years. But I, well, I guess if you only catch two passes a game, and you, then you don't get a chance to fumble. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't like he wasn't like hit and it bounced out. He was stripped. It like mm-hmm. I mean, he got peanut punched or whatever, and yeah. that happens. Oh, but I mean, the Bears' it? defense. I mean, if you give up give up the ball five times, and mo- many of them were in their own territory, mm-hmm. and you only give up twenty four points, it was solid. Very solid. You've game. done something okay. Yeah, you've done all right. 
It was it wasn't bad. Like I said, I've been been watching a little bit more of these uh these Bears games, and that was the game. I was like, okay, this is pretty good, especially at halftime. Like the wheels had definitely not fallen off before halftime. Like it was it was a solid game, and I thought y'all were going to beat the Saints, and, and then it, it didn't happen. <laughs> it was seventeen to seventeen going into the fourth. Like it wasn't like it. They ran away with it, or anything. no? It, it scores twenty four seven. Definitely didn't run away with it. I'll tell you what: the Bears never are able to do under their current uh, defensive scheme, and that is stop anything that happens over the middle of the field. Uh, oh, <laughs> it doesn't that. matter if it's a two yard pass, a ten yard pass, a twenty yard pass. If it is over the middle of the field, the Bears do not stop it. I- I'm gonna give the Saints credit. This Taysom Hill thing is the, new. It's pretty good. Like I like watching Taysom Hill play all positions, and he destroyed you. He didn't. He did. He, he had a pretty good game. The oh well, I get to mention uh, another Giants legend in this. Oh, fr- he is the first person in NFL history with ten quarter, ten passes, ten wide uh, catches, and ten rushes for touchdowns since Frank Gifford. So, Frank Gifford. Yeah, Frank, Frank Gifford reference it there. Frank Frank the Tank? I don't know what Frank's Gifford's name was. I'm gonna call him Frank the Tank. Uh wow. Yeah, they, they threw that stat up over there on the uh the airwaves. Man, that's a good stat to throw up, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean t- shoot. Yeah, because he, he he threw he threw for one and he did he catch one too in this game? No. Uh no, he did catch one. He had four <laughs> catches, one for a touchdown, one pass for a touchdown, and he ran for 52 yards as well. Yeah, it's he a pretty was, good game. But he, but he doesn't do that every week though. He's he's he's, he's close. I last year I ran him in fantasy football because they labeled him a tight end slash quarterback. It was the first time I'd ever seen that moniker placed, and I played him at tight end, and he would get quarterback numbers some weeks. Some weeks he'd throw the ball, some weeks he would. He was but better you, than you the other tight end. You play in like one of those super flex quarterback, multiple quarterback leagues. But it, True, true, but I would run him as, as a tight end. Because I knew he would get either run it rushes as a running back, catches as a wide receiver slash tight end, or passes at. But this year, fantasy football's made him strictly a tight end. They've oh. they've got rid of the slash quarterback. So I'm I'm sure people complained. That's why I I I, I did because he, he became not <laughs> valuable to, to draft anymore. So people complained. That's all right. <sighs> Speaking of complaining, I'm about to start complaining right now about these Giants. Go for it. All right. Do you want me to give the rundown real fast? They played the who did they play? They played the, the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders. In Vegas. Uh, they 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 got down uh twenty seven to nothing quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh and finished ended up losing thirty to six. Yeah, yeah, but that's that see this the 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 score doesn't tell it all. First, let's talk about how I knew that something bad was going to happen. The Raiders have been absolute trash all year. Oh, they decided to fire their coach <laughs> <laughs> right before they play the Giants. I go, it's not a good sign for the Giants. It's not a good sign for the Giants. Then they go and they promote 
Antonio Pierce, who won a championship for the Giants. I was like, this is also not a good sign for the Giants. The fact that his first game as head coach gets to be on the team against the team he won a championship for. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm cool because my team should be coming back. We're getting our left tackle back. Andrew Thomas, probably one of the best left tackles in the game. We're getting our quarterback back. That's his, his where he fits in the pantheon. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We're just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say that he's our starting quarterback. This is what we're supposed to do. We it was going to be him and Saquon have only played twenty two games together, I believe, in their entire career or something like mm-hmm. that. It's absolutely ridiculous. It was going to be if Saquon was going to be there. Our starting left tackle was going to be there. We're getting our starting right tackle back. Who? He could he could sit out for a little bit, but whatever. We got we got everything back. This was supposed to be the game where we see the offense that we saw in the second half of the Arizona Cardinals game. They were that's what I thought was going to happen. Uh, Tiki or not Tiki? Um, uh, Saquon was coming off of a 128 yard game. I'm like, all right, we're gonna feed him the ball, get uh, let Danny Danny come back and ease into the game. Oh boy. Uh, Danny comes back on a step or, uh, uh, just a drop, a drop back. He tries to move out the pocket a little and he's down with a knee injury at the time he gets up, he gets up, he brushes it off as nothing. Um, he then goes under center. He takes two steps back, realizes that he has no ligaments in his knees <laughs> and he immediately goes to the ground for the sack, which now pisses me off because you knew you had no ligaments in your knee. <laughs> you you call a timeout, get the game, get out the game and not give up a, a down on the play. Come on. A loss of a down just because you got no ligaments. That's not cool. Um, but then they proceeded to beat the brakes off of us. Uh, we could get nothing because DeVito came in, who uh, apparently, according to Dayball or of what I read today, he will probably be probably be the starter from here on out. Uh, Saquon was still being Saquon. I think he had like twelve rushes for ninety something yards. He was absolutely a beast. Um, he looked really fast. Yes, <laughs> he looked really fast when when I was when I was watching the highlights again today. He looked every play that he he got positive yards on. He just looked fast as hell. I was like, "Oh, he's yeah." We were supposed to. We were supposed to ride. That was supposed to be what we did. We're supposed to cane him the ball and ride him out the rest of the game. It's not. I'm I'm upset that on the first drive of the game they went pass, pass, pass and did not give him the ball once. They went three and out. They went pass, pass, pass. Nothing. Oh, okay. The man just. It's doing everything you need, and this is what we get. This is what we get. We don't give him the ball. Twelve rushes on the day, something like that. That is that what the stats was? I didn't even look at the stats. Sixteen. Sixteen, 16 rushes. Sixteen rushes. That's not enough. The man had thirty-five the night, the day before, and I get usage and things like that. But that's your only weapon. He is absolutely your only weapon with your third-string quarterback in the game. You got to do something. Now next week. I know next week is we not talk about it, but next week's against the Cowboys. You can't do that. They're going to just fill the box. He may not have 50 yards next week. It's going to be rough. But I was absolutely pissed with the Giants. Um, and I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Everything set up for the Raiders to do well. And they did well against my team. And this is a lost season. And I'm sad. 
lost seasons are the worst. And so Tommy DeVito, University of Illinois rookie, right? <laughs> yep. Was did they draft him or is he like an undrafted free agent? Uh, uh probably drafted. We have so many third string quarterbacks that never <laughs> get to see the the light of the day. Davis Webb. I've like this is the first time I've seen a, a third string quarterback for the Giants play play in the game. This is this is ridiculous. I'm so used to old number 10, Mr. Reliable being back there, missing no games at for his career. Except when they benched him. But besides that, for injury, missing no games, Mr. Reliable back there. To have Daniel Jones, who has missed time every season he's played. So I I, I just pulled up Tommy DeVito. Tommy D. (laughs) And his picture looks like he's a confused man on like a golf outing. Uh, is like I borrow my dad's clubs. Is it the one? Is I it the Google photo from like with the orange like shirt? A, it's got an orange shirt on the University oh, of Illinois orange. <laughs> Looks his bad. His hair's mussed up, but his hair's mussed up and everything. It looks like it could be like Ray Romano's like <laughs> nephew or something. But he mm-hmm. also probably in the summer sells cars or washes tanks or something like that. You know, like. <laughs> He definitely looks like he should have played golf and and not played uh, football. Yeah, but he, he looks like he's he's out there with his friends. I'm just here because it's a bachelor party. Uh, and, and, that's he, he, and he played for football at Syracuse and Illinois. He loves that orange. He loves, he that, loves orange. that orange. He, he was probably hoping to be drafted by the Broncos. Uh, <laughs> filling in for Russ, but I guess playing, in, playing for the Giants, I mean, his, I mean, uh, he's, uh, he's from apparently New Jersey too, so it could be his whole his his favorite oh, team. God, he is obviously life, letting us down. He's obviously dream. letting us down. <laughs> could you imagine that? If you you watch the watch that team, you love that team, you go out there, and then you shit the bed like he's been doing. <laughs> but what what's he gonna do? I feel bad for him because he is going to get creamed by Michael Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> he is going. They do the Giants have a fourth and a fifth string quarterback because <laughs> oh no, oh there's God, we don't, we don't. there, there just... could be a chance that the like you said earlier the Wildcat is going to be it's it should be a viable option the Wildcat it, should it might should be the be only option I listen listen I think the offensive line should be better the offensive line has something to prove from what happened to the in that game against the Cowboys before so hopefully they can protect DeVito even though I don't think Mike is going to allow that to happen but hopefully we can they they can protect them because they've got something to prove from the last game it's just you can't let your quarterback get sacked eight nine times it's not it's ridiculous all right because this is our first episode I think I could bring this up because otherwise it'll be a it would be a continuous thing because <laughs> both the bears and the giants have second year head coaches. Correct. And I don't know what the chatter in, in Yorktown is uh, about Brian Dayball, mm-hmm. but he's, th- he's good to go. He's good he's to stay. Good to go. Good to stay. It's good to stay. Eber would be run out uh, of town on a rail, like the classic <laughs> um, time up to a rail tar and feather them, um, do all the old timey, uh, punishment shaming, um, drawn quarterum. Uh, I mean, to just get rid of uh, Eberflus altogether. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see how you can get rid of the guy 
Uh, no, well, even Floof, I do. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave Ball is just, you can't. I know they say next man up. That's a fa- fallacy. You can't win with guys that would not make your team. Like, you can't, you can't. Like, the Giants were pulling people off the couch, literally. Where this is not a figurative speak. He was watching football on his couch, and they brought him in. Not just to come on the team, the team and spell someone in case they needed something. No, he went straight from the couch to starting left guard to starting left tackle in the same game. That is, This is the people that the Giants are putting out there to protect their quarterback. <laughs> You can't do. And then when he can't protect the quarterback because he was just on the couch and your quarterback gets either his uh, neck messed up, which is what happened to uh, um, uh, DJ first. No, Tyrod, I believe, is a punctured lung again. (laughs) So he he is he's out. So but yeah, no, you can't get you can't. Daybo can't be to blame for this. It's unfortunate what's been happening to the Giants. He had them playing above above their caliber last year, and I think so. I think he has that ability to get that out of the players. It's just that he ain't got many players this game this season. So we got to give him another time, another opportunity. I, I really liked Daybo last year because he was dancing in the locker room and stuff. I'm like. I'm going to like this guy, even though he's a Giants head coach. <laughs> um, however, I, I will say this. I saw this, and I think this is just because I'm uh, tapped into Chicago football talk more than the average person. Um, and because I I think, I feel like on a national level, he was a bit of a joke at the end. But Matt Nagy, uh, former head coach of the Chicago Bears, whose brain was broken. Uh, after the double doink. After the double, after the double <laughs> doink. It's a classic picture. He's like, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. he, he was that for like two more years. Um, I I saw people call Dayball fat Nagy. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> don't you suspect that, man? <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I don't. I mean, it is what it is. I, but. If you think he's safe, I'm, I'm sure he is. I don't know why he's you would safe. fire him. I wouldn't fire him. And and because him and in, in uh, he was coach of the year last year. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Joe, Joe Shane, they're old buddies. Yeah, like I I get that. Like two years is not enough time to evaluate a head coach or in a situation, especially when and we've discussed this before. He came. They they went into last year expecting to be bad. Yep. And ended up winning ten games. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so, a help. And to me, that was a testament not only to what he was able to do. They also had a fairly light, lighter schedule than they did this year. But it was also a testament to the fact that Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones played more games together last year than they had in any season combined. So it was a testament to just what those two guys could do together. Not individuals because they have not been good by themselves. I think Saquon is a player that you can put on. Any team, and he would accept. Any team, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you got to give him the ball, um, and if they're going to give him the ball, then they're not going to give him the ball. And he's what's going to do. Um, but yeah, they 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 went in expecting to be bad, hoping to be in the quarterback race for Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or anybody, Levis, Anthony, Anthony Any, Richardson, yeah. any one of those guys, right? And ended up not. Ended up getting you know <laughs> going to the playoffs and actually winning a game, beating Minnesota. Um, mm-hmm. And then you go Oops. from you go, well, you go from that, and now like expectations are through the roof. I like they were 
people were talking on NFL Network about, oh, the Giants could be a dark horse to win the Super Bowl this year. And I I, I would hear that, and I'd be like, hmm, <laughs> New York Giants? I mean, they have a better chance than the San Francisco Giants, yes. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I felt like last year was a bit of a lightning in a bottle. You got mm-hmm. things that you didn't expect to have happen, like DJ playing good. Uh, I mean, because I mean, they had no intention of keeping him, but then they had to because he was good. Now yeah. I bet. You, uh, now I bet they wish they would have franchised DJ, gave Saquon a deal, because uh, I still gonna- think I still think they're going to give Saquon a deal. Because if they if not if you don't give Saquon a deal, you should have traded him at the deadline, or fr- you're going to franchise him again because. Like that just doesn't make sense. So either you traded him during before the season, not before, before the deadline came up, like what the Panthers did with CMC with Christian McCaffrey, or you you resign him. That's really your only options. Like I don't see how they can go and franchise him again. And if they don't franchise him, they let him walk when they at least could have got a third rounder for him, at least a third rounder for him. So to me, they decided they they like him regardless if and and i think what helps is the contract that uh jonathan taylor just recently got i think jonathan taylor getting i think 13 million or 12 13 million dollars a year for 14 years is kind of the contract that they wanted to give saquon but saquon wanted according to what people are saying kind of wanted a little bit more because i don't know saquon so i don't know if that what he wants is what he doesn't want but that's just what they're saying and i'm like now that the jonathan taylor was able to get that contract saquon can actually see what the market is for running backs and maybe more likely to sign a deal similar to that next year that's just what i think because if they let him walk then that was dumb then <laughs> as, as far as i joe needs to go if that's what his plan was cuz that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me yeah that's definitely not future thinking yeah yeah i, I didn't consider the the trade deadline cuz why would you keep him yeah other, other than other football's hard because it's not like baseball right where Every trade deadline, a hundred players get traded. Uh, you know, to it's becoming traded. that though. It's getting the there. N- the NFL is getting to be a trade heavy. And you're right. A couple years ago, it was definitely it never not. was right. So mm-hmm. like last year was like the first trade deadline where it's like, man, like ten people got traded. That never happens. And this year, like another ten got traded over the course of those two weeks. Getting the yep. trade deadline. I you know, but here's the thing though: if you trade Saquon. Then you really have nothing. But then, then you can start to actually rebuild. You well, still you can you st- until the. So if you trade Saquon, your your hope, your best bet is to get a third, probably, and maybe yes. get like a third at a conditional fifth or like so, like a fifth round swap with it or something like that. Mm-hmm. If he if he walks, then he's a third round comp pick, assuming you know you, the Giants don't pick up more in free agency than Saquon in you know compensatory pick yeah yeah so so maybe I mean that, that I mean that's like the 49ers trading for uh what Deron Payne or whatever his name is right uh giving up a conditional mm-hmm. third pick and they they have no intention of re-signing him he's not going to stay with the 49ers they can't afford no. they got well, they got way too many people yeah they, know, they but can't if afford. he walks they get a comp a third round comp 
right? And they're not going to pick up anybody in free agency. If anything, they're going to lose people in free agency. They're going to lose. They're going to lose some sort of coach. They're going to lose a coach, and then uh, they'll get a comp pick from the coach. Or you know, I mean, that's that's how the 49ers roll. They just they they just build comp picks, and then they do okay enough with them. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, um, that, that's just that's that's how I, I, what I think. I hope because I really want to see Saquon retire, Giant. I really do. I'm a yeah. fan of his, been a fan of his. Wouldn't want to see him in another uh another team's uniform. But uh I also wish hope the best for him. Like I really hope it's a good, he seems like a good person. So I want to see him do good, but I'd rather see him do good in a Giants uniform. I'd rather not see him do good in a Bills uniform. Cause yeah. I, I'm telling you, if it becomes available, if he goes on hits the free agent market. There'll be some teams that might actually go for him, and that would make the some teams really scary. Yeah, who? The Bills. What? The Bills. Makes the Bills makes the Bills the Bills become scary. I think if you send him all the way to Seattle, Seattle's a tough team. Seattle's got two young running backs, though. Correct. Yeah, Kenneth Walker is. The- the third, and they got they just drafted Zach Charbonnet this last year. Uh, but Seattle's weird, right? Like they should be better, I think. And th- they got manhandled. I'm gonna say this right now by the best team in the NFL. That's a uh, that's one thing. <laughs> that's that's one thing that you could say. I, if you said that, I wouldn't. I, I we've had this conversation before. Two weeks ago. San Francisco was my number one, hands down, number one yeah. team in the league. And two losses back-to-back has changed that. Um, yeah. The Ravens are really good. Ravens, and I, I don't think they've played their best football yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're still – Lamar Jackson is, in my opinion, on track to get a second MVP. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I think the Ravens – I said this at the beginning of the year. Remember when we sat there for for days doing like every week picking the winners? And I always said, <laughs> like, well, there's one team that'll probably not make it. And I picked I figured it would be the Bengals this year. Uh mm-hmm. I mean, they're still I mean it's still that early. division. That division's up, up that whole division is anyone. over five hundred and the Bengals are in last place. But I think the Ravens are the team that will go to the Super Bowl this year. It'll be the they Ravens lo- and the Eagles. They haven't played their best football, but they've been the one of the most consistent teams in in the league. Bills, you can catch them slipping. Um, we've seen Miami might be frauds now. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, talk just thinking about the AFC. The Chiefs don't look strong. They should have been buyers and tried to find some wide receiver. They just brought uh, Miko Hardman back. They should have definitely been buyers somewhere. You think? Yeah. Somewhere, um, and they 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 just weren't. So I don't know. Like you said, the Bengals are still out there, but the Ravens will handle the ba- the Bengals. So the Jags are a sleeper team, but they just don't have it. They they don't have enough. They're they're a good team. They've record wise, they're a strong team, but they're not going to be able to beat the Ravens. No, I mean just looking at the AFC. I mean the Dolphins are still number one in the AFC East. Mm-hmm. They're six and three, but they haven't beat a they haven't beat a team with a winning record. But that's Which always you need like, to. You you you, well, you, you need to. Have to. <laughs> yes. But the thing about that to me is the teams that you beat they have losing records because they lose 
right? Like, so it, it's hard. And teams that have winning records have winning records because they win. <sighs> but they've I, lost. They lost badly to a, a team that they're supposed to see in the um, playoffs, the Bills. Mm-hmm. They lost to a team that, if you had aspirations of making it to the Super Bowl, you would. They lost to the Eagles. Like mm-hmm. these are teams that you at least got to play them close. You can't. Yeah. You you got to play them close, and they have not played them close. They have when when tested, they they seem to fold. And I, 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 I go ahead. No, and I I like that team. I like the coach. I do too. I like Mike. <laughs> He's 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 the right kind of weird. Uh, like he's he's all kind of weird. I, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I wish so badly he was the Bears coach. Um, <laughs> just just for the press conferences, and then of course, be an NFL level offense. Um, oh yeah, offensive scheme. The Dolphins, though, it, it's hard for me. It's hard to give any credence to uh, a win or a loss in Germany. You, right. So. So why not? Because of the travel that's involved with it. Both teams have to do it. I understand that. I mean that, and that's a thing, right? But like, it's not. It's not like the Jags, who because they played back to back weeks, back, yeah. were allowed to they could stay there. Both teams had to do the travel, so it's to me just a neutral site game. It and, is a neutral site, neutral site game with a sixteen-hour flight though, or a thirteen-hour flight, right? It, it's like that. That. That time difference and change in travel to me just it makes them wonky. There's nothing that's going to be right about that ever, right? Yeah. Like it just, it, I it doesn't it remove the win or the loss from the standing as obviously, but to like go oh they lost to Kansas City right yeah but they were also in Germany. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I it's like I said it's just to me is like Kansas City had to do the same thing. And and they don't have the weapons on that Miami supposedly has over them. Miami's Miami's stacked as far as like stacked receivers go. Yeah. And it's not like Kansas City both raced them. They it was (laughs) like there's no way Kansas City's defense isn't that great. There's no way that they that should have happened. Their offense is, is Kelsey and that's it. Period. Like, well, in the should... AFC for points allowed, the number one team is the Ravens with 124 points allowed through nine games. The second team through nine games is Kansas City with 143 points. Mm-hmm. So they do they do an okay job on both sides, and they need their defense to be good because they're not scoring the points. Because they're not scoring, offense, yeah, right, or not scoring as consistently as it like. I mean, the Dolphins have put up 285 points on offense this year. I don't think uh, the Giants have put up a hundred yet. Oh, that's a good. They they were under a hundred last week, and they only guessed they only scored six. They're at a hundred and one. Oh, yes, <laughs> only two hundred eighty points behind. The so Dolphins. the next closest bad offensive scoring team in oh in the NFC is the Panthers at one hundred and forty points. And they've got a rookie QB. Well, they, their quarter, their QB is not third string though, so I guess they can. <laughs> but they're a mess of a team. The Giants scored thirty points in one game. I will just throw that out there too, if you want to talk about. <laughs> and they've only scored seventy-one in the other eight. Yeah, that's well, less than ten a game. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's I. That's one thing, and I hate to say someone should be fired, 
but I don't see our offensive coordinator coming back next year. But it's could- like Dayball was an offensive coordinator, though, wasn't he? He was, and the, the, he's he's not given. He keeps saying that Mike Kafka is take is doing all the play calling. Kafka's doing the play calling. Kafka's doing the play calling. Well, mm-hmm. if Kafka's doing the play calling, Kafka needs to be fired. And so, and then either let Dayball take over the plays, or bring in someone else. I'd prefer Dayball to take over the play calling to responsibility. But yeah, I don't know what the right call is there. You do I. It's hard. I yeah, I it's it's hard to see what any sort of like offensive vision would be with the offensive roster the Giants have. Run the ball with Saquon Barkley, <laughs> play action to one of the fastest guys in the league, Jalen Hyatt. And you've got you've got solid guys on the outside. You've got Jalen Hyatt who still has to work on some things. Definitely, you got Slayton on the other side. You've got Wandell Robinson who could be in a slot. And I forgot Darren Waller's injury, but you have a tight end in Darren Waller. They should be able to come up with some kind of play with those with that group of people. You'd think, like, see, now here's the thing. You you say that, and you're like, yeah, those are all. NFL caliber players, right? There nobody, nobody on there is a replacement level player. They're all, I, I, I don't think you have a number one receiver, but no. I think you have a good collection of mid twos to threes, right? And mm-hmm. and when that happens, guys are playing out of position and makes it tougher, and because they're just not what they're expected to be or what they would normally be. Darren Waller is a legitimate offensive weapon. Weapon, who's at the tail end of his career though, right? He's thirty. He's been- Wrong side of 30. Right? He's been injured for most of his career, too. Yeah. You know, and he's injured now. And when healthy, you have a decent offensive line, or at least a de- decent left side of an offensive line, which is mm-hmm. of all which the is sides the side they have that one want for a passing game. You have a top three running back in the NFL and Saquon. And he made it look so fast on that game on Sunday. <laughs> like he, he looked unfairly fast. So you'd think that yes, you can come up with you something. Can put together something, some form of pet. They're not right. It's, exactly, it's the exact same thing on the Bears side of the of. That's true. The the Bears have a good group of running backs. A good running back room, right? With Khalil Herbert, who comes back off IR this week. Yeah, but even without Johnson. Khalil Herbert, Roshan, Devontae, four, 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 yeah, Deontay oh, Foreman played Deontay amazing. Foreman. You got. Uh, Ebner and like just yeah, guys, was the, yeah. D- d- dudes the dudes that the offensive line the Bears offensive line was very good at running the ball last year they're very good at running the ball again yep. this year right an offensive line when you hear them talk they're like we love to run the ball right because they love that it's a different kind of blocking right mm-hmm. um, you could be a mauler you can be a mauler and then the Bears have offensive weapons they have dj moore who is a legitimate number one legit he's, number he's, one he's not jamar chase right but no. he's in that one that one realm right if you're, if you're doing top 10 wide receivers in there he's definitely in the top 10 wide receiver yeah he may I not be so. top five but he's in the top 10 he's there definitely yeah. and then and then you have the, the well the chase claypool experiment is Didn't come work. and gone and but i like darnell mooney Darnell Moody is a good. I like him, and it seems like Bajan likes him a lot. Yeah, they got (laughs) they got the rookie Tyler Scott, who's who's a burner out of Cincinnati. He's one of those guys that runs under the ball, so you have to 
get it out there and get there. But that's more of a college game than it is an NFL thing. It's hard mm-hmm. to do the same thing. That's Jalen, right? That's Jalen with Jalen. Got, got, yeah. got to learn how to get separation and get open. Yep. First move and whatnot. Right. They so they have some receivers. They have Cole Komet, Cole Komet. Who, who has been a consistently a safety good blanket. offensive weapon. Uh, not fast. <laughs> catches the ball. Good has, hands. Good hands. Good hands. He's not the best blocker, but that doesn't matter, right? That's fine. Nope. They, other have guys other, do that. they have other block. They have other they have like 15 tight ends on the team. You would think that you could come up with an offensive scheme that you And your quarterback. Well, you when, when you fields, have fields, when you have fields, who I don't care what anyone says is top three gifted athletic freaks that can that plays the quarterback position, mm-hmm. right? He is a, arm strength, speed, his arm strength. He's incredibly, incredibly accurate at the deep ball. He, I think he's like ranked like third or fifth with deep ball accuracy. Uh, no picks, touchdowns, yards are all there, right? He's not good at the short intermediate game. It's fine because they always have him throwing these weird screen passes. <laughs> Nothing's ever a quick read. Nothing's ever a slant. Everything's a, a weird progression or a weird under center drop back seven steps and screen. That's I, like I don't understand. The, everything's always slow, slow happening. But but why can't they come up with an offensive scheme that fits? this personnel in a way to which it it which, which can work and i know what's going to happen if they get rid of the man he's going to be a superstar <laughs> wherever he goes because somebody's going to say oh you're really fast oh you they'll find a place to, to use him hard to tackle oh you have a rocket for an arm oh you can figure out how to, we'll figure out how to make this work we'll figure out a scheme as opposed to taking Offensive coordinator Luke Getze, who was a quarterback coach for the Green Bay Packers, who happened to work with Aaron Rodgers for four years, and who has a system in his brain that works for Aaron Rodgers. And the, he's not Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers is only one man. There's only one Aaron Rodgers. And you might find people that can emulate those skills, but you're not going to get the skill emulation at the level that you need for Aaron Rodgers to do it. It's just like when the Bears had. Mike Martz is their offensive coordinator, who was the offensive coordinator for the greatest show. The on greatest turf. show on turf. And tried <laughs> to replicate the greatest show on turf with the Bears. He is the man who, responsible for the trading of the tight end <laughs> to the Panthers, whose name mm, is Olsen. Olsen. Greg Olsen. Who is going to be a Hall of Fame tight end. He will be. Traded him after, because it's like, there's just no way we can use this man. <laughs> Much like Mike Singletary is saying, can't win with him about who uh, Vernon, right? Yep. Vernon Davis, right? Like I don't, I don't understand it. So that I mean, that's just what they. You get people that can't figure out how to make a scheme. That's yep. why Mike McDaniel's is so good. Yeah, he knows what he has. He's like, I need, I need fast guys. I need this, and Tua, you just need to be accurate. And he, and he is, and the, and they're good. Oh, bro. In um Baltimore with with Lamar, they had a different offensive coordinator, and even with the new offensive coordinator they have, when they got rid of the other guy, they still making it work. That last year, I think they had three or four different running backs at the position. Like they just they just make it work with whatever pieces that they have available to them. Uh, along with we went the whole conversation, and I was talking about him, but Mike Tomlin, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What whatever they have, he has works. Just doesn't make a difference what it is. Always works. Mike Tomlin. Man. He's a really <laughs> he's a really good coach. The organization, we had a conversation before. The organization. I saw that the bit the I think the Oakland Raiders are on their twenty seventh head coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had three. That doesn't even make sense. The Pittsburgh Steelers have had three head coaches in there. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. At some point, you have to make the wrong moves. Like, you just can't make the right moves every single time. But it (laughs) appears that they make the right moves every single time. But I guess, and to average things out, you've got a team like the Browns who constantly make the worst moves. Yes. So I guess on the other end of the spectrum would have to be a team that always makes the right moves. So that would be the oh, duality. To, like, to, bal- to balance out the averages, <laughs> the yin and the yang. Yep, yeah, the you're duality. Right. The, the Steelers tend to to make the right moves to remain competitive year in and year out. That's all you they want as a won, fan. They haven't won a, yeah, exactly. They haven't won a Super Bowl in a minute, but they've won several. <laughs> as a yep. franchise. Yes. Six? In different de- in in like, different times, each one of those decade, yeah. th- each one of those court those coaches has won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think the I think they didn't win one in the eighties, right? But they won one in the nineties. They won. Mm, oh, maybe they not didn't the 90s, win in the nineties. They won two in the two thousands when um 2000s, yeah. with Cower, and then as soon as Cower left, Mike Tomlin came in yeah. and won another one. But yeah, yeah. They, they went to the Super Bowl in the nineties. That was um Neil O'Donnell's year. Oh, I think they, they went sure against, did, didn't they? <laughs> I think they went against was it the Packers? Was that uh Favre's championship? Yeah, probably. I'm trying to think of who would have won. I blocked that. out my memory, so it's probably <laughs> it's probably one of the one of the two Packers ones uh, in the last thirty years. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. They're just always good. And we we've done this exercise before where it's like Let's look up the let's look up the Steelers' record for uh, their entirety of existence, and they've only had like four losing seasons in like sixty <laughs> years. Like, how is that even possible? It's not. It's not. No, it's not. Some teams go through decades of not be of being bad. Yeah, decade. Like the seventies for the Giants was absolutely horrible. Like, <laughs> like an entire decade of trash. Like. And, and probably four coaches in that decade. You couldn't make one good one. Like that's the thing that I, I'm really uh, uh, impressed more about the coaches thing than anything because the Giants have gone through five coaches in the last ten, ten years, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you got to be able to hit on one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, and the same thing. The like the the Bears are they're known for Ditka. Right, but Ditka wasn't a very good head coach, I don't think. Mm. Uh, but I was also a young child at the time. But look back at it, he probably wasn't the best head coach. He was more of a personality than he was a head coach, right? And then they also mm. had Dave Wanstead in there afterwards. They mm. thought they've had Dick Duran. They've had uh, oh, other guys. I can't even think of who they are. Like <laughs> just the revolving John Fox, door. Mark Trestman. Uh, mm. just, Not, well, Trestman wasn't good. Trestman was terrible. He he. <laughs> He he was a weird guy, but not the right kind of weird. Not the Mike McDaniel's weird. <laughs> not the Mike McDaniel's he was weird. the guy like, were you just eating all the garbage? Weird. <laughs> like that's what he was. It's like, what are nope, you doing over nope. there? It's <laughs> like, it's yogurt, man. Put it down. Like that's what that that's what that reminds me of. That's what he is. Like I don't. He's just every time. Oh, 
and there's you know because we live in an era i mean we're doing a flipping podcast about the nfl everybody's got nfl takes right and like i mark tressman is employed by a a, a, like an nfl hot take company yeah i I don't want to say who they are because i had to block them on twitter because they're obnoxious um (laughs) And because Mark Tressman works for him, like if you, if you go to their website, it's like, oh, we're start, we're founded by former players and coaches, and like one of them is Mark Tressman. I was like, oh no, you instantly lose credibility there. You have to lose credibility. That, that's like hiring the worst of anything to be your representative <laughs> in that thing, right? You lose credibility instantly. I don't think we're gonna get Mark Tressman on as a as a, as, a, as the interviews now, sir. Oh well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll be happy to tell it to him uh, in an interview. He was one of the worst <laughs> things that ever happened to the Bears, and and I've lived through a lot of Bears things that are bad. But he's he was absolutely terrible. Um, had one interesting fifteen game stretch <laughs> at the beginning where their offense was okay, and then uh, they lost to the Packers in Week Seventeen <laughs> to not go to the playoffs, and the Packers went to the playoffs instead. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, they had Lovey Smith in there, right? So, th- so they fired Lovey Smith after a ten and six win, ten and six Rough. season. Tough one, yeah. Which is which is tough to do. However, here's the funny thing about Lovey Smith: he was he was like a lame duck head coach for like five straight seasons, like because the Bears tradi- traditionally don't won't fire somebody when they owe money, right? Like, well, we'll run out this contract, and then they would make the playoffs. <laughs> Right. And you're like, oh, okay. So, well, we have to extend him now. So they give him a four year deal and then they would be bad. And then, like, okay, well, we can't fire him because he's got three years left in his country. <laughs> and then he'd get down to the last year and he'd be good again. And they're like, okay. But because of that, they could never get offensive coordinators. They they ran Mike Tice out there as an offensive coordinator oh. for two straight years. Uh, you know, like, like that guy, I don't even know if he's in the NFL anymore or ever since, right? He had no business being off. He was an offensive line coach, which is fine. He can be an offensive coordinator. But he coached with the he coached the Vikings. Wasn't he head coach of the Vikings at one point in time? Possibly, but I'm, I want to say he was part of Detroit losing 16 games. If I'm not, <laughs> if I'm not wrong. But I could be, I could be wrong. Yeah, he, he coached, uh, he coached the, the Minnesota Vikings from 2001 to 2005. Okay. Uh, when I Google it, I get how tall is Mike Tice? It says six point seven. <laughs> I mean, good for him. I, that's a tall dude. He's a formidable man on the sidelines. He had no business being an offensive coordinator. But De- he was. Definitely did not. Uh, but, yeah, it's what it is. <laughs> no shit. You know, Harlan, we went into this and we were like, oh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Bears, a little bit about the Giants, and we're going to go a- across the board with everything. And we're we did. We kind we're, of we're did. We're approaching a bit of an hour. Hold on. Well, we, we, we have to do this then. We should do this. We need to do this to make ourselves somewhat, uh, I don't know, legitimate. Because when you look Respectables. back at it, when you look back at it next week, it's say, look, we were right. Uh-huh. Let's go down all the games, pick winners. I, oh, they they even put the lines here because gambling uh, is legal in the world, except for except, except for the two states that we're in. Yeah. Everywhere else you can gamble. You know, what's funny is uh, the automatic playing uh, thing from ESPN is uh, they're talking heads and AJ Hawk. I don't know if that man's ever spoken on the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> Do you ever see clips of him where mm. it's like Pat Mc it's Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk and AJ Hawk just sits there. 
for <laughs> hours. I don't think he made says a word. He just sits there. He's right half the screen and he just nods. All right. <laughs> so Thursday. Oh. In Chicago, prime time on prime. We have they the, knew exactly what we needed. We have the one and seven Carolina Panthers coming into Chicago for the two and seven Bears, who may or may not have Justin Fields under center. Ooh. I doubt he will. I mean, it's come back on a short week. He may have dislocated his thumb, but he tried to pop it back in and play that same game. So kudos to that. Kudos. Toughness. The Bears are favored by four points. <laughs> I got three and a half, so it's got that. Uh. <laughs> who we got? Bears or Panthers? Oh man, the Panthers have been absolutely bad. I don't. Panthers still... are without Brian Burns as well. Their number mm. one pass rusher, uh-huh. uh huh, because he has concussion. Listen, I don't care who's back there. Um, I I gotta say because of the showing that the Bears did against the Saints, they actually looked very good on both sides of the ball. I've got to give it to the um, Chicago Bears. The Carolina Panthers won a game and kicked field goals, I think five field goals in that game against the uh, the Houston Texans. So that's not very. That's not. It doesn't sell me. I'm going. I'm going Bears uh, with the three. I'll take. The, I'll take the three and a half. I would go with the Bears. I think they win by. Oh, oh man, that's tough. Bears cover. I think that's tough. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Bears cover. All right. So I think the Bears win. Uh, I do not think they turn over the ball like they did last week. And even if they do, I don't think the Panthers can move the ball in any way whatsoever. Um, unless they decide to attack the middle of the field, uh, which is the <laughs> predominant portion of the football field. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We're dealing with area. Most of it is in the middle of the field. In the middle, right in front of the person throwing the ball. Um <laughs> No, I think the Bears will win that. The Bears have to win that game. If the Bears, here's the thing. If the Bears lose that game, they have the mini buy coming up. If the Bears lose that, I believe that Matt Eberflus is fired on Friday. <laughs> Ooh. The Bears never fired anybody in midseason. I think this will be the game because of the because they don't have a buy until week 13. They have a late buy. So if the Bears lose, Eberflus is fired. If the Bears win, it starts a seven-game win streak, and the Bears <laughs> nine and seven. Okay, I, I like that. I like that. All right. Hey. Sunday morning, we go to Frankfurt, Germany. Mm-hmm. The four and five Colts take on the two and seven Patriots. Indianapolis is a two-point underdog. I got the two points favorite. Two point favorite. Yes. So this is Gardner Minshew's Colts. This is tough. This is tough because neither team is very good. Um, I think the Colts are okay. The Colts have been playing. Jonathan Taylor makes them better. He yes. definitely makes them better. I, they I got some good young receivers. I, li- I, li- I like the Colts team. I'm going to give you, tell you what, I think I'm going to pick the New England Patriots in this game because Mac Jones has played bad, but he's played He's played okay sometimes. I think this is going to be an okay game for him. I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going Patriots. I'm going to have to go Colts just because I don't trust Mac Jones to I don't trust him either. But I th- this time I think he can I think he could beat them. The Patriots are a black hole of talent on offense. They don't they don't have they have Fewer weapons to the Giants, if that's even possible. It's, it's possible. 
Yeah. Uh, I just, I just don't see how the Patriots will put up, you know, 17 against the Colts. I think the Colts will probably win like 21 to 14 or 21 to 13. It's not going to be a fun game, but it's also a travel game. They both have to go to Frankfurt, <laughs> Germany. You can't take any win or loss. So Patriots will win. Uh, next game, we have the Texans going to Cincinnati, the four and four Texans with CJ Stroud coming off of 540 something yards passing four seventy, five, most five touchdowns. What it's what an insane story, uh, versus the five and three Bengals who are on a five game win streak who are just coming off beat the bills. But Jamar Chase may not play, Jamar, Jamar, Chase, may Jamar play. Chase may not play. But I'm still, Bengals. Bengals. I'm still going Bengals. I'm still going Bengals. Bengals are seven point favorites. That's I don't tough. Think, I don't think the Bengals cover the seven and, points. I don't think they cover, but I do think they win. They win the game. I don't think they cover. I think Houston. If you want to take the money line, I'll take. I'm taking Houston then because I yeah seven is going to be tough. Houston has got them playing well. I mean not Houston. Um, uh, the coach. Um, former dude, defensive coordinator for why can't I think of his name? D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's got them boys playing. They they're playing. I, I think the Texans made every right move in the offseason for their situations they could have made. I think CJ Stroud was hundred percent the right pick for them at least. Probably mm-hmm. would have been the right pick for the Panthers and probably who the Panthers wanted. I still think Bryce Strong will be a good quarterback one day. But CJ Stroud is the guy that just it clicks for him. He's just it, it didn't take much adjustment. They it doesn't happen every year, but sometimes a quarterback comes in and just clicks. And they yeah. had an offensive line that can protect them. They have a legit offensive line with guys, good guys on it. They so it makes a, it a little bit easier for them. They have good collection of receivers, not no no true number ones, but some twos and threes. Nico's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I also they think could, drafting Will Anderson Jr who has been a bit of a beast. I, I think Will Anderson Jr. is going to be chasing uh, Joe Burrow around on <laughs> Sunday. And I think the Texans win. They got single outright? Outright win. Wow. Okay. Yep. All right. After that, we get the Saints at the the Josh Dobbs-led Vikings. The five and four Saints versus the five and four Vikings. The Vikings, I think, were one and three at one point. New Orleans are two and a half point dogs on the road, and that's just because of Josh Dobbs. But Josh Dobbs got him a victory last week. I am rooting for Josh Dobbs. I'm mm-hmm. picking Josh Dobbs. I'm p- picking Josh Dobbs easily. Yeah. They don't have they, – they're missing a lot. They're missing a lot because they don't have Kirk. They also don't have Jefferson. Yep. <laughs> but I'm still picking them. I'm still picking the Vikings. Picking the Vikings. I'm going to pick the Vikings as well because I don't think the Saints are good. Uh, after that, we have the Packers going to <laughs> Pittsburgh to see this, the three and five Packers at the five and three Steelers. I don't think you can pick the Packers. I don't think I there's think no you... way. There's no way you can pick the Packers. I, I mean, out of principle and morals, I cannot pick the Packers. But I mean, just logically, I can't pick the Packers in this one. They don't have Micah. Micah Fitzpatrick is out. Okay. Um, they still got T.J. Watt, I believe. I don't, he may not be. He, I don't think he's injured. I just don't know. I don't know how the Steelers do it. I don't know what magic they use because everything tells me yeah. that they're not good. Everything <laughs> tells me they're not good. But I'm picking the Steelers. <laughs> I'm there with you. I'm taking the Steelers, and I'm giving up the points. There's three points. I do not think the Packers can score. I don't think they're good offensively. I don't. I. I. 
I th- they beat the brakes off the are... Rams. <laughs> What's that? They beat the brakes off the Rams. Well, shoot. <laughs> Beating the brakes off the Rams. Mm-hmm. I but did did they really beat the brakes off the Rams? Now I'm seeing maybe go back because I they don't score think three they... points. The Rams looked horrible. The Packers put up twenty. That's all they put up was twenty. Twenty to three. That yes, they beat so... the brakes off the Rams because the Rams were running uh with like Mark Rippin out there. Who were they? Like I can't remember who it was. Like they there was just somebody that is that, the Rams are signing Carson Wentz. Yes, I saw that. Right? I so saw that today. that's where the Rams are at. The Rams are without Stafford. They have a rookie quarterback. They won't run him out there. They ran out Mark Rippin's cousin or whatever, or illegitimate <laughs> son. And now they've signed Carson Wentz off the trash heap. Uh Steelers, Steelers and the points. Steelers will get out gained on offense uh like <laughs> 280 yards to 240 yards but they'll still win by get two, two takeaways get two yeah, takeaways i don't know how it's going to happen it'll be a bunch of field goals but they'll win then we have the will levis and his mayonnaise coffee led three and five titans do you know about that about will levis he puts I've mayonnaise heard, in I, heard, coffee I heard that yeah and he eats bananas with the peel on versus the baker mayfield bacon buccaneers at three and five in Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay is one and a half point favorites. I'm only giving the Tampa Bay because they're at home. If if if, I, if this is neutral side, I'll probably pick the t- the Titans. I'm gonna give the Buccaneers the the just for being at home. They tie eighteen <laughs> to eighteen. <laughs> weird, like twenty five to twenty five, like a weird number to get to. They'll tie They'll because tie? because. Oh, Vrabel's gonna go for two when they only need an extra point to win. <laughs> and okay. they'll tie. Then we have the 49ers invading Jacksonville. 49ers coming off of the coming off the two bye. Losses. Mm-hmm. Two losses and then the bye. Uh Brock Purdy uh and company go to Jacksonville, the six and two Jacksonville Jaguars. And Where the 49ers the... are three point favorites. Three point favorites. That's going to be good, but uh, I am never root, uh, rooting, not rooting for, I'm never counting on Trevor Lawrence ever again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this this is a fantasy football thing. Uh, so 49ers. So you, you, you're, you're, you're judging his value off of fantasy. No, I, I just- I'm judging his value off of, I have been anti Trevor Lawrence from the beginning. Last year, towards the end, he had a good season. And I said, you know what? Maybe he's proven me wrong. Maybe Trevor Lawrence is growing and he's becoming a better quarterback. And then he sucks this year. I pick him on my he, fantasy he football team. Suck. He's good. He is a fundamentally sound, beautiful horseman. Uh, <laughs> he looks like a beautiful horse. Uh, I cannot take the 49ers because they are traveling cross country. It's a cross country travel. Uh, that like, offense travels. That offense travels. They run. Yeah, they but, run the ball the, a lot. But they travel on the west half of the United States. I, I mean, that it, I think that offense can win anywhere. It, they, me personally, if, if Brock Purdy's not throwing interceptions, I, and I don't think Brock Purdy. So I'm I'm not a Brock Purdy truther, but I am on the yeah. He's he's pretty good bandwagon i think he's good i think he's all right had a couple games the man wasn't going to win every game he ever played of course not. uh so it's fine i still think the jags win but it's close i think the jags win by like one like mm. 
like 21 to 20 or oh, I bet you it's a I bet you it's like a over under is 45. I bet you they score like <laughs> 60, like 33 to 32. Jack, I could see I could see San Francisco scoring 30. I don't know. Jacksonville has weapons. That's another team that has weapons. And I don't know why they don't score more. And then I, I blame you know who I blame for that. I blame Trevor Lawrence for them not scoring many more yeah, much probably. more points. All right. And we have the Browns. The five and three Cleveland Browns going to visit the seven and two Ravens. Ravens are a six point favorite. They'll win by twenty. I don't know. I I bet you. This oh game. wait, sorry. Miles Garrett is playing like a man possessed because he is a man possessed. <laughs> He's got several demons living inside of him, like one in each arm. Uh, every week I hear someone saying. Is Miles Garrett an MVP candidate? Like they are single-handedly yes. winning games be. because of him. The man leaped over the offensive line like it was. He didn't like crawl over them. He didn't like tush push his way. He cleared an offensive line to block a field goal attempt or an extra point attempt, whatever it was. He is amazing. The Browns' offense is terrible. Uh, last last week, I think Cooper had over 150 yards in a touchdown. Deshaun actually oh, did you had see Amari beast. Cooper's touchdown though? No, it was just, like tipped by like seven different people. Oh, I did see games, it. Right? I did so, see. It. Wasn't like, the best pass. <laughs> yeah, Amari Cooper is a waste of talent. I I do not like Deshaun Watson. I I, I can't, know. I can't cheer for the man anymore. I and I think Lamar Jackson is the MVP. So I think they go to eight and two. I don't know if they win by six. Because I got them winning by that, twenty. That but no, I said that before. I thought before. My, yeah, they they win Browns by six. Defense. They don't win by twenty. It is really Browns good. defense is really good. Mm-hmm. All right, then we got the four and five. Uh, don't know how to use our offensive weapons. Talent Falcons versus the one and eight Cardinals. They're on the road in Arizona. The Falcons are only a one point favorite. I well, that- do believe Kyler Murray is back for this game. Is he? Yes. Then they, he can't. They can't be a one point favorite with Kyler Murray back. He, Kyler right. Murray is out, out off of IR and is expected to be back. I think. Uh, let me double check. Because they're they're in is they're in Arizona. Kyler Murray, the starter this week. The answer is maybe. Uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray, Cardinals activate QB QB who's slated to start versus Falcon if the weeks go if the week goes well. Oh, uh, then uh, I right, just don't. Ready for the tired joke? Uh-huh. Isn't there a new Call of Duty coming out this week? It comes out Friday. <laughs> it comes out Friday. Yes. Ooh. Kyler loves his Call of Duty. Oh, Kyler. I, I, loves I, I, his I, Call I still think that's like the lame. It's 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 a funny meme, but he's a professional. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what. If you pre-released it, the campaign was available this week, so he could have gone through the campaign this week, has. and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. What do you um, think? What do you got? Man, the Arizona Cardinals team plays tough. Atlanta Falcons, I just don't know what they are. Is, is it Heineke's now their quarterback now? Heineke they, is their quarterback. They stopped yes. Ritter. They got rid of Ritter. Which I don't is a good know. Move. I don't know what Atlanta is, and I don't think they do either. Like you said, they, they've got weapons and don't they know how have to use them. Bishon Robinson. Mm-hmm. Kyle Drake Pitts. London. And Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. Those are three first round offensive weapons drafted that nope. somehow none of them get the ball in any capacity <laughs> in their offensive arsenal. 
And in fact, who's 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 their head coach? Uh, Arthur, not oh. Blank. Arthur Blank's yeah. the owner, right? Smith, uh, isn't it? Smith is Arthur. Arthur Curry's Aquaman. <laughs> yes, it is. We'll, we'll just call him Bob Arthur. Uh, B. Arthur, their head coach, said today something to the effect of, "Yep, Arthur Smith." Bijan Robinson is more dangerous and effective away from the ball or something like that. That doesn't make any sense. No, he's that a, does not he, make sense. That does not, that's not football works. That's no. not how football works. The, so, the, like, the most dangerous man is the man with the ball in his hand. Yes. <laughs> and you have a guy who made his career off of being a dynamic playmaker from with out the of the backfield, the getting the handoff, getting pitches, getting, getting short passes. However, however you can get him the ball, you get him the ball. He's hard to tackle and he's very good at running. Uh, so that's why I think the Cardinals will win. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Atlanta. I'm gonna go Atlanta this time. Kyler Murray. Oh, Kyler will, Murray coming back. Get them yeah, a victory. Who is he throwing the ball to? They have. Uh, is is Connor still the starting Holly, running back? Hollywood. Hollywood. Brown from. Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go Atlanta. They they got a rookie receiver. Can't remember his name. Hollywood Brown. I don't, I don't know who's in the backfield. <laughs> James Conner was in the backfield. I don't he's know if he's still hurt, there. Though. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, I still think Kyler Murray figures out a way to win. Uh, he's, I don't he, think he's got to prove himself. Plus, he needs to get those Cardinals wins so the Panthers can go back to the first pick in the draft and the Bears can get it. Well, let me tell you what: if the Bears beat lose to the Panthers and the Cardinals lose beat Atlanta. The Giants are now in the running for number one. <laughs> but Gi- the Giants want that number one pick. Uh, I'm just saying. They need it. They, need they may bad. not have a choice. They may not have a choice. Like, I don't think we're good enough to get another win out with the team that we currently have. With with not, with, not the, with, with Tommy DeVito. DeVito with Tommy, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. So we need to we now nah, yeah I'm definitely rooting for now I'm rooting for the Cardinals. Now that I said that, I'm rooting for the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, you oh, you want to get that Caleb Williams. Man, as, as much as maybe as he's a jerk. As, it, he, as much as say, it pains me to say that him being quarterback in New York would be one of the greatest things ever. I don't know if like good for the Giants. I don't think it would be. Man, he wants to own a part of the team he gets drafted to. If that wasn't, the- he just talks. <laughs> he talks. He like this dude. I make enough off of nil money. I don't have to come out. Okay. There's a difference between 2 million and 20 million, dude. Like <laughs> maybe if you don't get that, I don't know, whatever. But we got the lions six and two going into Los Angeles to face the four and four chargers. The Herbert and the lions versus are the Goffs. The lions are favorite. Goff. Goff and going lions. Really? I don't know why, but yeah, they I do like the lions team. Like of all the, 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 NFC. NFC North rivalry sorts of teams. The Lions are always the ones that never Same. mattered. So it's like, <laughs> okay, no, they're good. Good for them. Uh, like, I always like Barry Sanders. Always like Megatron. Those guys are not on the team anymore. I always like Matt Stafford. <laughs> yeah. They're not using on the team anymore either. Um, but this Lions team is interesting. Hutchinson yeah. is good. I like Laporta at the tight end. I like Jameer I'm Gibbs. On. I, I like Monty. Uh, yeah. Oh, Sun God is uh, great. I love him. They actually have a lot of really good players. And I yeah. like their coach too, Dan Campbell. <laughs> yeah. He's like a football coach. Like he's like if he, there's guys that we see him talk like, oh, he's a football coach. That's what I want the Bears to have. Either <laughs> a, the guy that sounds like a Robert Sala 
or a, a, a you know, a, what's his name? The Lions. I just said his name. I can't remember what it Dan is. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Right. Like those are guys that are like, I want one of those guys or I want the really weird Mike McDaniels. I don't, want, I don't want Ibra Flus who always sounds like he's apologizing because <laughs> he ran over the trash cans or something. I don't know what his deal is. He never sounds like he never just sounds like he has conviction or certainty about anything. It's like, Oh, did you take out the garbage flus? Ah, <laughs> I think I heard the truck go by. And see, that's the thing. Once you hear the truck, shut up, man. Uh, I'm taking the Lions on the road. Lions as well. All right. We got the Giants. Oh. We're running a little long time. We got the Giants and the Cowboys. The two and seven Giants invade Dallas. <laughs> it invades the right word. I think it's like a bees kind of like a pest like a somebody spray here come the the cowboys who Dak prescott i because this is a format that is recorded out there in the world (laughs) you have i will never say that the cowboys are going to beat the giants i picked the giants to win this game that's fair i can't uh next we have there's just no there's just no physical way the only way the giants win is if a meteor hits their side of the field <laughs> bane bane invades uh there's a party boat scandal involving the entire cowboys offense from saturday night uh, and defense because the defense might get some few take pick sixes that's true so the whole team might have to go yeah <laughs> Jerry Jones pulls like a Mr. Burns and decides fires like, everybody, fires everybody, and then brings in a bunch of twenty-two ringers from of NFL greats, like that Tostitos commercial. You got Dan Marino <laughs> out there. I just don't see how the Cowboys lose that game. They're six, six and a half point favorites. There's a way. It's it three. They're three score favorites. They've even taken into the the fact of the two point conversion. The Giants, <laughs> the Cowboys, to cover have to score. Three more times than the Giants do. All right. We got the Washington Commies, uh, who who I found out there as we I was Googling for names for this podcast, I found out that their mascot is named Sergeant Tuddy. <laughs> oh no. And it's like a pig or a dog or something, and people hate it. Uh so the Washington Commanders at four and five, after trading away their the defense, their defense, the defense way to win last week, go to um, Seattle and Seattle is looking to bounce back after getting embarrassed, embarrassed by the Ravens. Yep. Right. Ra- Seahawks are five and three. They're also six and a half point favorites. I'm going Seattle. Yeah. I think Geno Smith play, makes right on that. I also think that the Seahawks have my favorite defensive rookie from this last year after Will Anderson Jr. And Devin Witherspoon. I think he's going to have a big game. He's going to, he's going to bully Sam Howell. And then it's not difficult. He gets sacked a lot. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Sunday evening for their second consecutive primetime game, we have the Jets going to visit the fresh off the heels of the drubbing of the New York Giants Raiders. (laughs) We fired our coach. We won a game. We're feeling good. Jets versus Raiders. Neither team has a quarterback. Both team, one team has a defense. Their team really is Josh good Jacobs. Defense. Yeah. Uh, and Devontae Adams. Yeah. But they've got Sauce Gardner, who it locks up pretty much anybody he's on. Yeah. Aiden O'Connell, uh, the best Purdue quarterback since Drew Brees. 
<laughs> uh, if there's, I don't know if there's any other quarterbacks since Drew Brees that went to Purdue. Oh, you know what? <laughs> What's his name from the Bears went to Purdue? Uh, what was his name? Nick Beard. Uh, got traded. Orton? Kyle Orton. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Orton. Yeah, got <laughs> traded to the. Uh, I'm getting old. I can't remember names. Jets and Raiders. Who we got? I'm Jets are one Jets. and a half I'm, point favorites. I'm actually going to go Jets on this. I think the Jets. The Jets have more than what the Giants do, and they've got a better defense, better defensive back. Um, so I'm going with that. I don't. What's name is really not good. L- or Wilson is really not good. No, he's not. But I, the Raiders are, are the Raiders good, and it was it, this. That's what that's going to prove. If the Raiders do win, then we know Josh McDaniels ruined that team because they were good oh, before he got there. We don't. They need stunk while he was there. No. Determined man, Josh McDaniels, <laughs> Josh McDaniels is uh, the Titanic equivalent of of Titanic captains. He is the worst at cap. He's the worst possible captain for the Titanic. He's a Titanic <laughs> of I'll, Titanic captains. <laughs> yes, he will sink a ship faster than anyone can sink a ship, even a ship that's destined to sink. Uh, he's terrible. Um, so the Jets, the Jets offense is not good though either. Why is this us? They, I'm going to say that the, the whoever picked the games pick the worst primetime games they have this week. They could have flexed this one. They should have flexed. They, this sh- one. they should have flexed Thursday. They should have flexed this one. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders only because they're at home. I think Max Crosby is the difference. That okay. That guy's crazy. I think, I think it was going to happen. It's going to be tied. And then the Jets, uh, instead of going to overtime, will try some crazy <laughs> lateral from across the field. And the, the Raiders will intercept it and run in for a touchdown uh, for the second year in a row. And then finally, we got the other game that should have been flexed Monday night. The Broncos go to the Bills. Nope. Yep. In, sorry, in New York. Buffalo Bills have to beat the Broncos. I I just yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't see I don't see any reason. Even though the last time the Denver Broncos played, they did get a win. Yeah. They beat the like, Kansas City Chiefs two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. But they were at home mm-hmm. and the sunshine, Kansas really <laughs> or the dogs every once in a while, right? And I I I I don't think the Chiefs I think the Chiefs are very good. I think Kansas City's a very good team. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. They're not. And I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't care. There is another team that will figure it out. I don't, if it's the Bills, figure out a way. The Bills are out of the playoffs if they started today. So if the Bills creep in, figure out a way to do it. I still mm-hmm. think it's the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Bills win this game because the Broncos are very bad. Uh, I don't think Russell Wilson will do anything of positive. Uh, he'll probably high knee his way home. <laughs> Uh, on the plane. That's about it. <laughs> that gives him a win automatically. Then, I, while, I, everyone, yeah. while everyone is sleep, sleeping, he's getting working. That's how I, he's also, I also think this is going to be my hot take, and I'm, this this is where I'm going I'm to be done for the evening. Is Sean Payton is drastically overrated as a football coach? I don't think he's nearly as good as people act like he is. I think he's a fine coach. I, I just don't think he's. I will say where he got where he made his 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 mark at was as an offensive coordinator. And what I'll say is the game has changed when he was away. And I don't think he's he's it's quite caught up to it just yet. I think that happens to a few people. They they start off as really good offensive coordinators. Mike McCarthy uh 
Um, and then somewhere along the line, they lose the new version of today's game and they're no, they can't do it anymore. What, where they, so defense usually travels and defense usually doesn't change that well. So those defensive coaches like that, but those offensive coaches, they, they just lose their way somewhere along the line. I, I think it's, he got rich off of having the perfect quarterback pair for him, right? For him, whatever his system is, he just happened to have, the most accurate quarterback in the history of the NFL be his quarterback for all those years. And I, he he was on the way up before that though. Like he, he did have that, but remember he was uh, not, Oh, he was with the giants. I think he was OC at some place with the, with the Cowboys. He had been off in the coordinator a few places, but so there's lots of people that have been great coordinators Mm -hmm. that have gone on to be head coaches that have not been great. Right. (laughs) Uh, And it's either, not given time, doesn't have the right personnel. He happened to have the perfect storm of being able to get Drew Brees to come in and have a Hall of Fame career in New Orleans and be one of the greatest passers to ever play the game for him. To that, though, Drew Brees wasn't Drew Brees until he met up with Sean Payton. He was good uh, and he had Drew an injury. Was, yeah, uh, that's fine. Like He I became mean, the have, Drew Brees we know with Sean Payton. I have no problem with the idea of a system quarterback, because isn't that, that should be the goal of every team is to develop oh, a yeah. system that makes the quarterback <laughs> great, right? That's what you want. And to be like, Oh, he's just a system quarterback. I don't care. Is he in the system that he wins in? <laughs> then that's all that matters. Right? Yep. Like, so he's amazing in a system that wins, then that's great. But I think I, I just, I just, like I think this is more hater than anything else. I just don't like Sean Payton. I don't think he's that good of a head coach. And I'm sure everybody's me like you're insane, and that's fine. I am insane. I'm just saying I don't like the dude. I did like the time that he the offside kicked to start the second half of the Super Bowl. Mm. That was a great move. But beyond that, <laughs> not having. Uh, Saints practice in West Virginia because of, <laughs> that was a great move too. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's where his his, his uh, mistress was his side chick was at. Yeah, yes. that was yeah, a great move. It's a good I, move. Well, you know, I mean, and, and I I don't think his his side hustle of stealing and selling Vicodin out of the uh, oh, out of yes. out of the Saints medical facility is what made him a great coach either, or Bounty Gate or all the other various things that make a more of a piece of garbage <laughs> does anything else yeah whatever doesn't make you a great head coach you can be a, you can be a, a decent person and be a good head coach as well just my two cents mm-hmm. all right well harlan we've been going at it for a minute here oh yeah good good, good intro we'll, we'll we'll taper it down and we'll figure it out because we, we we're some ramblers that's so you know we went, we went into this with the best of intentions of having like a <laughs> format and like oh we'll do this and uh, five minutes of this, two minutes. Of, I was like, two minutes. Oh, that's going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to be quick. Gonna be We're going to just fly through this stuff. And then uh, we talked about the two most depressing teams in the NFL. <laughs> our our, 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 our teams. Well, they're not the most depressing because we talked about the Panthers and the Raiders. Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Cardinals. Those are the